raised by wolves. The hardest thing to do is I can't let this sound like some sort of speech. It sounds so fake. So anyway, I'm going to try something different. Give my same, you can refer to me as the wolf. It's not about me or who I am or my background. It's about me wanting to share something creative with, uh, with an audience. An audience who I'm going to call humanity. So anyway, how's that humanity? And I'm trying to create, uh, I guess, a concept to vis visualize you. You being the collective as a collective energy. And I want to create a relationship that I promise, I hope to give you the insights that I've learned along my life. It was such a journey, this journey to find peace, this journey to find myself and probably one of the toughest battles of my life. So if you're listening to this, I'm going to ask you two questions. One, please keep listening, but do it without judgment. I will share my story, ignoring my name, but focusing on my soul, my meaning, my gift, which is more powerful than I could ever imagine. If you're not wanting to listen to this, don't. Perhaps my messages or my word is not meant for you. So for the longest time, I've had this feeling, an unavoidable drive to find meaning in my life. I believe I was given a gift. In fact, I believe every human being in this planet has been given a gift. Some call it purpose, some call it spirit, some call it religion. I just believe it's a gift. Before you think I'm being magnanimous, on the contrary, we all have these gifts. You have them. You just don't know it or you ignore it. And I have to share my journey. This gift is not mine to keep. I've abused it, I've ignored it, I've been consumed by it, and I love it. And sometimes I've deprived it. But I'm afraid I then got to a point where I started to accept it. So by the way, I listened to my podcast a few times, trying to get comfortable. I definitely don't have the voice for radio, so sorry about that. But this podcast is mine, mine to share. And who cares? The one thing that you're going to learn through this podcast is try and have no ego when you're listening to it or when I'm preparing it. So the start of my journey is one day I looked up, I was walking to school actually, this kind of small skinny kid, I was possibly seven or eight years old, kicking one of those red sand clods along when I think when I think the feeling and the realization of consciousness that was the raw instinct this survival shit hit me and so so many opportunities so many incredible so many intricate moments seconds that were there to test me I guess this was my first welcome and my first realization of a, of a start to the episode of my podcast, to which I call Raised by Wolves. So kicking off, and this I promise will be the last sort of setting the scene, 
Because when I was Googling and searching how to start a podcast, it says your listeners need to know why. You've got to ask the question why. (laughs) So I don't want this to be serious. There's some fun stuff in here. But kind of raised by wolves uh, is a concept of uh, the the moments in life that define me um, and created, uh, I guess, and created something that's so powerful. Um, And it actually was quite simple when I started thinking about this. I played with the idea and it allowed my mind to enjoy sort of the beautiful insights when creative creativity is given a space to play. And um, for the longest time, I searched for an outlet. I can't paint. I can't sing for anything. I can't play an instrument. Um, but I, I, certainly, I certainly love speaking. Um, I love speaking in front of people. I love, uh, yeah, I love... Um, giving folks insight into life and um, and possibly this outlet that I've, I've found, I truly believe is bring, bringing me peace. So welcome to my podcast. I hope you guys as my listeners just open your hearts, man, without judgment, allow me to speak sometimes the word. Yeah, I do share God's gift to all of us through my story. It's not about religion. Uh, and it's certainly not about preaching. Jeez. In fact, I don't even I don't have the right to do that. But what I do want to do is just share this life with you. It's so real and so raw. And there's never been a time, I think we all need it, where we let humanity believe that we're actually all connected. So I think just before I kind of confuse you all um, as my listeners, saying, hey man, where's this guy going with all of this? What's, what's the point of Raised by Wolves? Well, it's, it, it, there's no other way to do this but to give you guys some context and some origins. What you all kind of think when you were small or you were young or kind of what made you you? I mean, some, sometimes uh, you think back and you have some beautiful thoughts um, or sometimes some tough thoughts. But I want to go right back into the start. Mine is a bit of a dark place. It's a dark place where the fabric of your being, this very fabric of your being, the questions that haunt your mind, it's the small detail that makes you unique. Or your inner voice that tells you, this is perhaps when my journey began. Right, so I'm not embarrassed about kind of where where the wolf began. You know, I'm saddened when I listen to people talk about their lives and they say, hey man, I came from a broken home. Um, and so many people use this comfortable sentence to blankly blunt, I guess, the kaleidoscope of an abnormal outcome of their lives. A lot of people talk about pain. Pain, and there's only two types of pain. One that hurts you, or I think one that alters you. I don't recall the exact moment, but it was sudden. It was very clear that I thought perhaps I was old enough to step backwards and slow everything down. And then my mind became clear. What scares me? What at that age did I find um, the area that says, okay, our family aren't that happy? Um, Is my family functional or dysfunctional? So what do you start doing? You start telling everybody that you, you're fine. You keep smiling. I guess to some degree you keep bullshitting. 
you keep selling that perfect picture. Hey, I've got everything under control. Keep playing that role that life gave me. You don't be embarrassed. And so the first and most dangerous of all things that I believe the devil could conjure up, it is actually a false shield that begins to try to protect you and it has this relentless hunger that never stops and it, and this hunger that forces you to think that you're just simply loved that is ego and ego we're going to explore in many facets of my story and many facets of the concepts that I'd love to share with you So as I start exploring kind of the, the way that your brain and your mind and your attitude and your personality is built, seems quite deep. Trust me, guys. Trust me. This is going to get a lot more fun. It's not going to be so heavy, not so deep. Don't panic. <laughs> Just yet. But you've got to understand the perfect story. You know, there are people out there who stitch together this this as I said, perfect story, where we were forced to create your identity. I guess this is an identity that makes you feel safe, or it makes you feel special, makes you feel valued. But the most difficult challenge, I guess, is to understand something else that gets created if, uh, you know, if you come from a, a tough background. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. But you also then get to understand anger. Because you're angry with, uh, uh, with life. And that can happen at a very early age. And then later on in life, you, it kind of unlocks a few things. For me, there were three major insights. And, and, and these are great to explore. Uh, I, you know, to have an over-sense of belonging. To have an over-sense of recognition. And to have a sense of that you want to be loved. Can either be very powerful. Or very destructive. So it started early for me. Early when you first realize that you're part of a pack. Now I'm using the pack, the wolf pack, as a metaphor. So stick with me, but it is a metaphor. This is well when you actually you didn't know you were, but in order to survive, and I say survive as this is just find identity, your natural instincts kick in. Thus, I believe is perhaps when God's gift is felt for the first time. Certainly for me it was. Now remember, we all have one. You have a gift. Everybody has a gift. And when you find it, tell you, when you understand it, it'll bring you to your knees. It is so, so powerful. And it's so utterly beautiful. But you've got to tap into it and find it. And then the magic happens. So let me stick with the metaphor for a little bit. Why the wolf? Well, a wolf is born, and I mean a real wolf. There are these people in life. Not a twisted, narcissistic snake, but a genuine, pure-bred wolf. It's actually a soul that inhabits this earth with a very deep and meaningful purpose, which, when reflecting, will be the most cathartic story one that has been crafted out of anger, disappointment, neglect, that has been continually told you will be a failure and pushed to see the world that fails him. So guess what happens when this wolf 
realizes it. This wolf becomes an unstoppable force and it begins to control the world around it. The more pain, the more determined. The more unloved, the more grit. The more non-recognition, the more fearless. And if the pack, which I refer to many times, is actually my friends and family, did not show me acceptance, the more this wolf would relentlessly begin to strive for recognition, success. It will run faster, it will ignore pain, it will never give up, it will crave loyalty, it will learn to survive, and most importantly, it will find solace in leadership. Finding faith, the gift of leadership, of leadership is so much bigger than I imagined. Through my life, I have this wolf. This is inside me. It has been built upon layer upon layer of resilience until the very essence became my biggest weakness. But I created three rules, three simple rules to, I guess, to challenge it. This is your test. Think about these. Rule number one, I only chew glass once. Rule number two, never show them you bleed. And rule number three, always have an escape plan. So by now you must think, what is going on with this guy? What is going on? This is just the start. This is the grassroots of creating something powerful. Um, and the concepts that I want to share with you in future. Um, and I'm going to explore all sorts of, uh, of tools and, uh, I guess, real-world um, lessons that are going to help you conquer lots of things. Um, by the way, I'm a happy wolf. I'm a powerful wolf and I love my pack. But you've got to understand in life, you know, survival really today is out of necessity. And if I refer back to my um, metaphor, wolves can't or they cannot survive unless they are taught the skills that are imprinted on them from birth. You know, my metaphor is an important link to my being and to understanding my journey. It's something that I want to share that brings meaning into this very important question. What is my purpose? Why did I receive a gift from the Lord? Why? Why did I deserve it? So things like belonging, trust, brotherhood, I guess I have naturally connected to. The other area is teamwork. I've studied this concept of teams in every sense of the subject. I have read more books. I have listened to more podcasts from so many different uh, famous um, folk that have way more experience on this. But this is where teams, for me, this raw nature of this concept, breed success. So for the rest of my podcasts and the continued listening, um, we're going to get off the kind of dark place and that horrible, not horrible, but just that maybe it sounded a bit dreary. So, um, you know, don't think it's going to just continually be heavy. It's not heavy. <laughs> I want to have fun with you. But you've got to understand the person on the other side. If you're talking to a wolf, 
you got to know what a wolf is. Teams. Teams. What does it do? This teams, the concept of it, breeds success. You see it in sport. You see it in families. You see it in business. You see it in religion. You see it in military. And you see it in humanity. The individual may be inconsistently exceptional, but the team, the collective, becomes more predictable. In fact, it's more sustainable, and more importantly, it's more dependable. So the first concept, and where I was leading to, is putting the team first. And I have a lot to share about this. The teams. This concept separates the most powerful, the strongest, the cleverest. But though, um, but you've got to understand that a team is a team, and somebody who acts with side of the team will never understand this concept. In fact, that's their very big, well, their largest failure. If they cannot work within a team, they actually become the weakest of them all. So, in the following podcast that I'm going to be going through, please tune in. I'll work on it. I'm sure I'll get better at it. I'll get more confident at it. Have more fun with it. But sort of there are three or four concepts that I'd love to share with you. I plan to do one every week. Um, hopefully I'll get some feedback. Um, maybe you guys will say, hey, don't be so serious. Um, and I'll adjust. But at least I've taken the first step, which is, uh, which is quite fun. But there are some concepts that I'd love to share with you. Things like mastering fear. The concept of ego, the concept of handling conflict, and more importantly, how do you find your gift? How do you find your place in the world that brings you peace? And during this, this crazy world, how do you become human? How do we do that? Um, so I'm going to try and give you uh, insights into doing that. Um, I'll take your feedback. I'll link you guys to my Twitter and Instagram pages. Um, and hopefully this wolf will help you understand um, 